0: The Lord be with you and with your spirit, a reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to the Pharisees, There was a rich man who dressed in purple garments and fine linen and dined sumptuously each day. And lying at his door was a poor man named Lazarus covered with sores, who would gladly have eaten his fill of the scraps that fell from the rich man's table. Dogs even used to come and lick his sores. When the poor man died, he was carried away by angels to the bosom of Abraham. The rich man also died and was buried, and from the netherworld where he was in torment, he raised his eyes and saw Abraham far off and Lazarus at his side. And he cried out, Father Abraham, have pity on me. Send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am suffering torment in these flames. Abraham replied, My child, remember that you received what was good during your lifetime, while Lazarus received what was bad. And now he is comforted here, whereas you are tormented. Moreover, between us and you a great chasm is established to prevent anyone from crossing who might wish to go from our side to yours or from your side to ours. He said, Then I beg you, Father, send him to my father's house, for I have five brothers, so that he may warn them, lest they too come to this place of torment. But Abraham replied, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them listen to them. He said, oh no, Father Abraham, but if someone from the dead goes to them, they will repent. Then Abraham said, if they will not listen to Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded if someone should rise from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ.
1: Several years ago, I took my mom to Poland for one of those milestone birthday trips. This was to fulfill one of her lifelong dreams of visiting the home country. Now, the first and the last time that she had traveled outside of America was to see me ordained a deacon in Rome. Thanks be to God, at the time, she was still in pretty good health, but I knew that leading up to the trip, she really needed to get some more exercise, that we'd be walking a lot more in Poland than she was used to. So for her to really enjoy it, I devised a little scheme to get her uh, to be walking more. And the context of this was she had recently moved uh, to Bryce Mountain, not too far from here in the woods next to George Washington National Forest. And there's a lake about three blocks away from her house. She loves the water. She grew up on a lake in Michigan. And I said, Mom, let's go check out the lake. She's like, I don't feel like it. I, I don't think I'm up for it. I like, well, let's just walk to the parking lot. She could probably already tell what I was up to, but she was a good sport. So we walked the three blocks to the parking lot. I said, well, hey, there's, there's the boat rental right over there. Let's just go check that out, just a little bit over there. Say, said, oh, OK, fine. So we went. And then, wow, well, look at all these houses right along the lake. Let's just go admire them for a little bit, right? So a little bit further along. Aren't these woods nice, Mom? It's so nice out. It's 70 degrees, a little breeze going on. Let's just keep going a little bit further. Okay, she's a good sport. We keep going. And there's a bench just on on the the far side of the lake. Let's just go there and take a proper break. Then we can rest for a little bit. And then we're about halfway there on this three-mile circuit around the lake. I said, well, what's the point of just retracing our steps? Let's go the opposite way and catch something new. She obliges, but as the time goes on, the sun rises, so does the temperature, she begins to sweat. And at a certain point, she kind of just stops and is swaying a little bit. She has the thousand-yard gaze. She's sweating pretty heavily. I say a dirty word in my mind. I said, oh, no, I just killed my mom. (laughs) Obviously, she didn't die. That'd be a very dark story to start a homily with. She made it, and we learned a couple good lessons from that little adventure. First, that she's capable of much more than she thought she was. And secondly, that a healthy heart makes a very big difference. So I'd like to unpack those two lessons in light of our readings today. In the Gospel, we have the parable of Dives and Lazarus. Dives is the Latin word simply meaning the rich man. And Lazarus means the one whom God helps. In this parable, we're told at the beginning is addressed to the Pharisees, whom St. Luke adds, loved riches. Reminds me of of an old scene from uh, the show, Whose Line Is It Anyway?, where Drew Carey asked the the contestants to come up with a line that is often used to start a fight. Ryan Stiles says, you guys want to fight? (laughs) That's often what Jesus does to the Pharisees, it would seem. But a couple other things immediately jump out at me about this parable. That Our blessed Lord is first and foremost talking about their heart condition, not their economic condition. Jesus does not condemn the rich man because he is rich, but because his heart is diseased with ego. His heart does not beat with love or compassion for his neighbor, but rather his arteries are clogged with love of comfort, love of pleasure, and love of self. Our Lord is not pro-poverty, but pro-freedom. And this rich man is a slave to his possessions. He is possessed by them. He is chained to their allure, to the point where he cannot even see this man outside of his own door. And in one sense, this is good news for us who are rich. This is good news for us who are born in this century. So I'm sure even the poorest economical person here lives a more comfortable life than the richest man in Jesus' time. From our air conditioning, having fresh fruit in the winter, entertainment on demand, our transportation, sanitation, our average standard of living far exceeds that of even 100 years ago, let alone during our Lord's time. So That's the good news, that our Lord is not condemning these comfortable things. But the danger for us is just the same, if not more. The danger and the challenge is to see how all these things, all these very wonderful, marvelous things impact our hearts. How, they, how do they affect us? Do they possess us and enslave us, or are we detached and free from their allure? You're probably familiar with that famous phrase the Emperor Nero said, or is reported to said that all he needed was to give the people bread and circus. Meaning that if he fed them and entertained them, they would be complacent. They would be possessed. That if he could possess them, he could do whatever he wanted as emperor if he could infect their hearts they would become weak and they would become enslaved and they would not be free and strong enough to fight back against his tyranny and this is the type of warning that the prophet Amos gives to the people of Israel in our first reading woe to complacent zion woe to the complacent in this similar vein st paul warns his good friend st timothy and a little bit after The reading that we heard today, he says that love of money is the root of all evil. This covetousness, not money itself, but the love of money, this covetousness is the root of all evil. He doesn't blame the stuff, but the condition of the hearts that is dragged down and chained to the stuff. It's not your neighbor's fault you're envious of their car, their job, their promotion, their status their body, or their spouse. Fill in your own blank. Because if our heart is attached to any of those things, it is diseased and weak. It is possessed by those possessions and needs to be exercised. But the good news is our Lord is here to set us free, that he is picking a fight. Not with us, not with the stuff, but with the disease. Our Lord is here to perform heart surgery on us, to root out all those things that clog our arteries, so that we can be free and strong. And he knows what it takes, and he wants us to be free. Not free of all these things, but being free of possessed by them. He wants us to have a healthy heart that is exercised and free so that it can do what it is made to do, which is to love. Now knowing my mom, I I know she never would have walked those three miles on her own. She didn't think she was capable, but she did it, albeit barely. But she was capable of much more than she thought. She just needed a little push to prove it. It was the leading cause of her problem, selling herself short to the point where she just stopped exercising. I think we all need these types of trainers in our own lives, people who will stretch us, people who will push us beyond our comfort zones. We need those people who have gone before us, who know the path, who can show us that we are capable of much more than we think. We should invite them and allow them to do this because we trust them and we have confidence in their leadership. We also need to have that motivator. What is that metaphorical trip to Poland? Ultimately, it needs to be heaven itself. We must have our hearts fixed on heaven and not tied down to these earthly things. Being with the one who is the fulfillment of all our desires needs to be our biggest desire. We need to have a healthy heart, is capable of keeping up with him and beating with his sacred heart we need a heart that is not infected with ego or covetousness we need a heart that beats with love the same love that we receive in this most precious sacrament at every mass my mom and i both learned some great lessons that day that she's capable much more than she thought but that was really brought about by me trying to stretch her it enabled her to be in better shape, so that she could really enjoy our trip. That hard work led to greater freedom. So This morning, may we commit to our own spiritual mentors, both earthly and heavenly. May we renew our invitation for them to stretch us, to lead us, and to inspire us, to exercise our hearts, so that it beats with the same love of Jesus. May our reception of our Lord, truly present the most blessed sacrament, Help us to be more in union with Him today. Praise be Jesus Christ, now and forever.